Welcome to We're Doomed Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh, here bringing you all the destructive, terrifying news out in the world. Here with me, as always, Tyler Shasma. I'm here with you, as always. As always. Aren't you sick of me yet, Tyler? Uh, I don't know. You've just kind of always been there. From rambling about the end of the world? I've been doing this since I met you. Yeah, it's been a good 15-year fucking ramble. Fucking hurry up and happen already, right? No, just... Lay off. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked about like changing the the subject of uh, of this t- a podcast, something maybe more upbeat, something more positive. But you know, I like it's just ever evolving. You know, it's it's a little more upbeat now. We're laughing about things. It's good, and we're gonna That's expand. Some... We talked about Bigfoot. He has nothing to do with the end of the world. Not that we know of yet. We haven't discovered enough about Sasquatch to figure out his plans. I think really the underlining layer of it all is that we're doomed. Like, you and I are yep. doomed <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to talk about this bullshit for the rest of our lives. Yeah, it's okay. Is there any hope out there? Any hope for us? Are we going to go to space? They're sending civilians to space now. Oh, yeah. I was watching this documentary. Uh, have you seen this documentary? It's on no. Netflix. I fuck it. Is it about those people that just went to space? Are they there yet? I haven't got to the... I've only watched the first two episodes. I thought that happened like a week ago. Maybe. Um, is it the Interstellar 4? Is that what they're called? Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Um, I watched two parts of the documentary last night. And I can't remember. I think it's the Interstellar 4. You can probably look it up quickly. You got a computer. But they're Elon's... It's Elon's project. Yeah. And then some other guy... Um, I prefer not to look at the facts. It's more fun that way. Okay. So, so I think the other guy. Elon and the other guy. Uh, um, Jared. Jerry. I don't know if it's Jerry. Elon and Jerry. He's just like a fucking, like a rocket guy or like a fast plane guy, you know? Yep. Aviation guy. He's an avi- aviation guy. Yeah, okay. and, and the thing is, they're not sending him that far into space. They're, is it real space? Is it like the space where they sent uh, the guy from Amazon and Bronson, where it's just really, really high up, but not space? Yeah, but they're not just doing it with rich assholes. They're doing it with like, uh, I don't know. If people win a lottery or something, or are they paying it's for It's a little it? bit like that. They have a, no, it's a lottery system. There's like a... Yeah, who's going? Fuck, what, fuck, what are the... Uh, I watched the documentary last night, but I was a little... It doesn't sound like it. I was a little stoned. (laughs) I was a little stoned on edible marijuana. Um, But, uh, so, one is, uh, they have different names for the four crewmates. Yeah, people have names. No, no, not the people (laughs) names. It's like, they had, like, the... uh, the generosity one, which was a guy who just won the lotto, and he's just like this old nerd who, like, you know, he loves science and stuff. And then his wife is all sad about him going. His so name, he won a lottery to go on the ship, or he won the lottery Chris. and he's buying a ticket. You're coming at me hard, Brandon. I'm oh, trying God. to get my <laughs> jog my memory from. This was like two in the morning. I watched this last night. Um, uh, Should be fresh in your mind then. But SpaceX has Elon's guys, and they're putting them on rockets. I only watched the first two episodes. There's like two, three more episodes. Um, and then the other girl, she's like a cancer survivor. She's like a, she had cancer when she was a kid, um, and she works at the hospital at St. Jude's so Hospital. It's like a make a wish. States. It's like a make a wish. I don't know if it was a make a wish. She just she survived cancer when she was a kid, and now she does nice things. She like works at the hospital, and they're like, we're gonna send you to space, lady, because you're a nice lady. <laughs> Did she ask for that? Yeah, yeah no, like, she wanted to do it. Congratulations, she you wanted survived to do cancer. It. You're going to space now. See what she happens to your body. To do it. She was one of the chosen ones by the first guy, oh, okay. Jerry. 
for Jared. Uh, so she was a chosen one. And then the other one, it was like a generosity, like lottery type situation. Another lottery winner. Okay. And then that, no, that was Chris. That was the other one. And then the last girl, um, she's like, uh, she's in her 50s. And, uh, so she's a woman. <laughs> yeah, she's a woman. Yep. And uh, an African-American woman. And she'll be the fourth African-American woman in space. Um, and she... Um, she always wanted to go to space and she applied to NASA like a few years ago, like 10 years ago or something. And she didn't, she got like, she didn't get into NASA. NASA crushed her dreams. Oh. But now she's older and, uh, they said, you can go to space lady. Now you and can go. they gave her a chance to go to space. <laughs> so then Maybe there's some lawsuit we don't know about. And he's like, this is a settlement. You get to go to space. <laughs> but these four people are going to go to space. Or maybe they're already there. I don't know. I'm pretty sure some some SpaceX rocket left, and it might have been the civilians. Oh, might not good. have been. I thought that maybe would be in the news because I haven't heard of this. Well, this documentary came out. Okay. Uh, um, I haven't got to the end of it. I'll watch the rest of the night, um, and we'll talk more about it later. But uh, they're going. And then the one girl's friend, she's like, well, they're like, Showing it to her friends, and she's like, you're going to be on the cancer girl. She's like, yeah, you're going to be on, like, The Bachelorette. And she's like, no, I'm going to space. Yeah. <laughs> like, boring. <laughs> like, uh, and then her other friend's like, you know, that's, like, on top of a rocket. Like, you could blow up. And then, like, their families are all scared because they're just regular people. Yeah. They're going to go to space. Um, yeah, it's like we paid all this money to, you know, you're free of cancer. Now you might go blow up in a rocket. <laughs> yeah, but they all seem stoked to do it. It's their families that aren't as stoked. Eh, maybe they're jealous. Would you do it? Would you go to space? I don't even like flying an airplane, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd go to space. Not uh, This is like still like the test like test period, I think right? They're These gonna, are like guinea pigs. They're going to orbit the Earth like three or four times and then come back. Okay, like, and they're pa- and they're like they're just passengers. They're just sitting there, eh? They're just going for a float and then coming down again. They yeah, don't I don't know. Have to hit buttons I, and levers or anything. I know. I think they have to do it. Like it's like it's like that Simpsons episode when they send Homer and Barney to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just give them a bunch of tasks and stuff. I think they have to do it. Yeah, they have to yeah. be astronauts. I'm sure there's actual astronauts on the ship with them. I don't think so. I think it's just the four of them. Like you know, when you just give like four teenagers like a. Bonneville for an evening? <laughs> what the fuck's a Bonneville? An old car. My mom <laughs> used to have a Bonneville. <laughs> so you have to teach them how to do different things? That's how I learned how to drive was in a Bonneville. It was like one of those cars that had like pulleys and levers and stuff. Yeah, it's just like learning to drive with your buddies for the night. You got a case of beer in the back, fireworks. Again, you learn again, to, again, we've had very different childhoods. Did you learn how to drive in an old Bonneville with a case of beer and fireworks? <laughs> So, yeah, that might deter me going to space. If I have to just, like, hang out for months and learn, I'm like, I'm just coming for the ride. Like, can you guys just worry about hitting the buttons and the levers? How long are they gone? They're gone for a little bit. They can't be gone for that long. A couple trips around the fucking Earth. Like, what? Fucking, uh, what's his name from Amazon? Jeff Bezos. He went up. It just seemed like he was back in the same day, just up and down. Yeah, that was like, he just went Wasn't around. officially space. And who did he go up with? When they show the picture, he's in a cowboy hat. There's like an old lady. There's like a small blonde boy. I'm like, this is weird, like lost in space family he's got. But it's like now they're trying to be like, yeah, it's not just rich people. We'll, we'll send some civilians up there. Anyone can do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like in reality, like no one's actually going to space. They don't have millions of dollars to throw at it. Yeah. But, I don't know. We might get to. But like 
They're not going to Mars or even the moon. No, it's, like, an, it's an expensive amusement park at this point. A very expensive amusement park ride that might kill you. Well, who's the fucking that Felix the cat guy that jumped out, the Red Bull guy that jumped out from space? Yeah, well, again, like that was in real space. It was way above the but earth. It was you enough could, to be considered yeah. space. You could see the curvature of the earth. That was like almost 10 years ago now. It's somewhere in that point, <laughs> between now and 10 years ago. I know we were living in the place on Eglinton West in Toronto yeah. when that happened. I remember we were trying to watch it live, and I missed it by like a minute. <laughs> I, I made a funny meme of the picture of him when he reaches the ground and says, oops, I pooped my pants. Yeah. I think he'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably shit himself. Yeah, he'd I'd probably, probably shit myself a, twice. He's probably wearing a diaper. Yeah. I like how that was sponsored by Red Bull, too. Like, Red Bull's like, we cover action sports. We do all the extremist shit. Let's push this guy Let's out of space. jump a guy from space. <laughs> Might as well. I'm, I'm surprised space. fucking Matt Hoffman didn't do it. Why? Because Matt Hoffman fucking loves fucking skydiving. He's old, and he's fucking the craziest human. Well, this guy had to wear, like, a, a space suit. He looked like the dude from Halo yeah. jumping out of that thing. Yeah, fucking Matt Hoffman would do it in a squirrel suit. <laughs> yeah, fucking. he would just freeze to death. He wouldn't be able to breathe up there. There's nobody crazier than Matt Hoffman on this planet. I don't know. What about the guy who jumped out of that thing you just talked about? <laughs> I think Hoffman would do it on a bike, on a BMX bicycle, naked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just frozen dick jump right off. He would do it on a BMX bicycle, just start backflipping and tail whipping. But uh, would you go to space? Or you're, you're no, you're happy planted here. I'm happy planted here. I don't even like flying <laughs> in airplanes that much. I'll do it because I trust that it's a thing that enough people do every day that something bad yeah. won't happen. Like I want to go to the space station. I want to go where actual space is. I just I want to I don't want to go up to like the threshold where you can see the curvature of the Earth would be amazing. Yeah. I think just that view alone would just be it because you hear astronauts talk about. That experience they get when we're up there looking down on the earth, it's like nothing yeah. you'll ever... It's almost psychedelic. Like It's there's, probably the same feeling you get when you like really look at the moon and you can see that it's just a rock suspended in space, but the opposite, right? <laughs> what? What's the opposite? Looking down on the earth, yeah. suspended in space. But just instead, you're looking up at the moon. Yeah. Just, but it is psychedelic. It's very... Yeah, trippy. that's the feeling I want. And, and, and I also want to see UFOs and, you know... That's, you see a lot of them. I wanted to ask you, what is the name of fucking Elon's crazy space station with all the like uh, lights that are evenly spaced that you can see at night? We could see it out here the other night. Oh, uh, that's uh, Starlink. Starlink. You saw the Starlink train, did you? Yeah, it was out back the other night. That's awesome. <laughs> they're, they're peering on us from out back. Oh, boy. My sister's like, what is that? And I'm like, that's fucking Elon's thing. Yeah. How long's that thing been up there? At least a year or more. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. It's been causing just UFO sightings like crazy. Just like, you know, which just puts a damper on actual UFO sightings, right? People seeing this shit. It was real clear the other night. You could see it out here. And they're all evenly spaced, right? Yeah. How long, How long? like, it goes for a while, right? It goes quite a while. And I, I think there might be more than one. What are those lights on it for? Like... I don't know so if there's actually. It? I don't. There, there's not lights on any satellite. It's reflections from the sun. Oh, it's the same thing as the moon, eh? Yeah, yeah. So at some point in the horizon, it'll just keep going. It'll just get dark because. And they're probably made out of aluminum or something. Yeah, they're all steel. Bounces <laughs> that bounces light. Very something. reflective material. Yeah, that makes sense. 
All right. Well, buddy, you got you got some doom news for me this week, do you? You got nothing else to talk about? You want to get right into the doom news? Absolutely. Well, you've been so busy lately. You've been yeah. a really busy beaver. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to take some weight off of you this week, so I said, Brandon, I'll do the news this week. You do the news every week, and it's always your and I'm stories. always looking at the news anyways, but uh, yeah, thanks for taking this for me. Sometimes they just pop out at you. So um, I'll go to our first news story, our Word Doom news story. This is Tyler's Word Doom news, and uh, this comes from BuzzFeed. Yep. So a reliable <laughs> source. Oh, yes. <laughs> reliable source. Known for lists. Um, so this is from BuzzFeed. And I will read the headline to you. Um, oh, and it fits right into what we were talking about. Um, it's a, it's an Elon story. Elon Musk and Grimes have broken up. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're doomed. She came for his, his yeah. seed. She got his seed. They created the super baby. Now she's leaving. Yeah. The story says, in quotes, we are semi-separated but still love each other. Yep. So that's good. They love each other. Um, it looks like Grimes and Elon Musk are no more. Um, in, a statement, in a statement to page six, Elon said, we are semi-separated but still love each other very much. We see each other frequently and are on great terms. They're on good terms. How does this guy have time to see anybody? Yeah, He's got a I don't lot know of how he had on. a wife anyway. Like, And like, she's just like some indie pop singer, isn't she? Yeah. It's got weird music. Wasn't she at, like, fucking... She's from Montreal. Yeah, but wasn't she, like, at Vapor Central in uh, Toronto one time? She might have been. Yeah. She, she blew up, though, with her with her fun keyboard music. I didn't know she was Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, she makes robot music. He likes robots. I can see the connection. Okay, yeah, that is a good connection. Um, here's, here's why. Um, he says, It's mostly that my work at SpaceX and Tesla requires me to be primarily in Texas and traveling overseas, and her work is primarily in L.A. She's staying with me now, and Baby X is in, the, in the adjacent room. They just call it Baby X? They didn't have like a bunch of weird names? Yeah, I think they had to change letters, that. So they just called it X. <laughs> So he's got SpaceX and he's got Baby X. <laughs> Baby what a X fucking is, robot. Yeah, that's why. She came in, she took his seed, she created Baby X. Baby now X. Baby X is but the that, future. But it's exactly what you said, though. It's He's so busy with work. It's hard for him to maintain a family, huh? I know. He's going to have to build himself a wife, I think. Yeah. The artist and the billionaire were together for about three years um, after Elon slid in the... <laughs> Grimes's DMs. He slid into her DMs. That's oh, wow. how you, that's how you meet people nowadays. Hello? I can never do that. Hello, Grimes. I like your robot music. It really. It was probably just a bunch of on. ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. just sent her a bunch of ones and zeros. He just sends that to every hot chick he sees, and one of them was bound to respond. Yeah. Apparently, uh, um, over their shared sense of humor about AI. So yeah, it's just, they have a shared sense of humor about artificial intelligence. What do you think that is? That we're that we're all doomed? <laughs> probably. They probably listen to our podcast. Probably. Let's get Grimes on our podcast. She's Sp- single now. I should slide into her DMs. There you go. Slide right I in, should. buddy. Should send her some ones and zeros. <laughs> She's like, I'm the opposite. I don't have any jobs. <laughs> I don't know anything about robots. I know how to work a chainsaw. <laughs> Your music's just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really even heard of it. Uh, the two. 
have sparked breakup rumors before based on their repeated unfollowing of each other. So they just get <laughs> mad at each other and block each other on Instagram. I've been in that kind of situation. This isn't a real relationship. Uh, it never was. Um, of course, the pair welcomed their first child together. X-A-E-A slash X-2-2. <laughs> That's yeah. the real name. It Musk. Just, <laughs> it does have a last name. Musk. Yeah. Like, um, I know he's got other kids, but it makes you think, how many are there actually? With a name like that, it just seems like there's a whole warehouse full of these kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's got it's got two eyes on the end. Like, that means it's the second model. What happened to the first one? And to throw it in the dumpster. Um, it seems like Elon is in the background of Grimes most recent TikTok video. Like, this is all just social media garb. I know. We're not TMZ, Tyler. <laughs> we're no, this so isn't deep. TMZ. This is BuzzFeed. <laughs> Anyways, um, where she is trying to get X to call her mama, and uh, she is revealed to call her by her real name, Claire. So the kid's not even calling her mama. <laughs> Say mama, no. Claire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm what programmed about, to call you Claire. What about Grimes? Can you at least call me Grimes? Claire. Claire. <laughs> That's what the program says. So that was my first news article. Well, good. Good um, to know. So She's single. You can slide I'm gonna sl- I'm going to send her some ones and zeros tonight, I think. <laughs> All right, uh, next news article here um, comes from another credible news source, Vulture.com. <laughs> Never even heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a pop tabloid. <laughs> hey, uh, look, looking for dead stories to pick away at. All right, here, you're going to love this one. I'm happy I brought the news today. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Um, Tom DeLong was never crazy. Uh, wow. The the device the the divisive 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 front man of why angels and airwaves is still the future, dicking around with Blink One Eighty Two and Vindication. So Tom DeLonge was never crazy. Um, I'm not going to read this whole article because no. it's a long article, but I have skimmed it already, and I can tell you. Um, and He's still so, crazy? <laughs> no, Tom DeLonge is not crazy. Uh, there's a new Angels and Airwaves record out. Is that mostly what the, uh, the article's about? It's mostly about that. And it says um, he uh, self-started expert in unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah. UAP. Yep. He, uh, you know, I'm still under the belief that some, dis- some uh, disinformation agents got a hold of him. When he was started snooping around before he started his company, you know, he left Blink-182. He's following his dreams of UFO hunting, and he's just, he's following a trail that they're leaving for him, essentially, yeah. I think. But I think all of that is just hype for a new Angels and Airwaves record. Oh, for um, sure. Which came out this week called Life Forms, and uh, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm not a big fan of Angels and Airwaves. We used to have a buddy in college who would get drunk and buy their albums on iTunes. <laughs> and then he, would, talked about that and then he would delete too. them and then buy them again the next time he got drunk. Shout out to Ben Lardy for that. Um, but yeah, it's basically I skimmed through the article. It's a long fucking interview with him. I read another interview with him where he was at a San Diego Padres game. He's a big Padres fan, and apparently everybody at the stadium knows Tom DeLong, and he's got a new movie coming out too. Um, he's got a new movie coming so he's, out. He's got a lot of promote to right, right he's now. He's trying to, uh, you know, he's trying to do a Steven Spielberg thing. His new movie is, uh, I think someone would call it uh, Angels and Dick Jokes. 
Okay. It's all, it's all about the same bullshit. But in the other article I was reading, um, he said that when he's done with this Alien movie, that he's, he's becoming a little film director, Tom DeLonge. And uh, we're not doomed because of that. But his next movie is going to be a baseball movie. He's going to do a baseball movie about the relationship between a pitcher and a catcher. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, cool, Tom DeLong. Why don't you just leave the UFO business to the real people? I like. Not just I just try like, and sell your shit with this stuff. I just like bringing up Tom DeLong because I know it. It ergs you a little bit whenever I do. It doesn't erg. <laughs> you know what? He's not saying anything different than what the other you know whistleblowers are saying. Dude, when we were like fourteen, and they released that song called "Aliens Exist." You loved it. I do, and I still love it. <laughs> I still love those early albums. Is it? But you know, I, it's just like we talked about before. I don't want to look into the artist too much. If I, I, even though he's into the same subject matter I am, I'm just too. I don't know. I'm suspicious of the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm suspicious of the whole U.S. government coming out with all this stuff. And you know, I think they definitely have something up their sleeve. Do you think part of it was like, oh, this this popular pop punk band from San Diego has a song about how aliens exist, and now millions of kids has listened to it and grown up on it, and now this guy's left to find them, and they're like, we got to shut this guy up. It's you know, what they're saying is like we're we're tracking this stuff. We don't know what it is. I don't think that's the case. It's weird that they call them uh, UAPs now. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of the stigma of UFO. You know, I think they're trying to jump on the Cardi B. Which is stupid, because if you say UAP to anyone that doesn't know what you're talking about, they're going to be like, what's that? It's a UFO. Oh, okay. So it yeah. defeats the point. Are defeats the whole point. So just yeah. say UFO. Just say UFO. Urine. Urine-soaked phenomena. <laughs> urine-soaked phenomena. That's a USO. Oh. That's an a, US a, unidentified F. submergible object. Um. Wet ass pussy. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Ne- next news article. This one will be better, Brandon. I promise. The first two were more pop culture than doom news, but this, I assure you, is doom news. It comes from the AVClub.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is we're doom news, and I'll read you this headline, and uh, we'll uh, get your reaction to it. Um, so it is. The Insane Clown Posse takes on FBI in trailer for the United States of Insanity. Oh, is this about the FBI saying that the the Juggalos are a terrorist group yeah. or a gang? Is yeah. it a gang or a terrorist group? Oh, uh, they're, they're a gang affiliated. If you are part of the Insane Clown Posse, Posse? <laughs> Insane Clown Posse, if you are a Juggalo, you're instantly put on an fbi watch list steve-o's on the fbi watch list because of this because he's a juggler he got one got a juggler tattoo because he's buddies with those guys again and uh is that how they find them they yeah. just look for the tattoos so there's an upcoming documentary <clears throat> that chronicles the fight between icp and the fbi after the government decided that their fan constitutes as a violent gang how are they violent they just pour fucking fago on their heads yeah i don't think they're paying attention to juggalo culture very well no they're just afraid of clowns of people in clown makeup yeah if anything they're gonna hurt each other like have you seen any documentary about d- juggalos yeah they're, they're all a, fucked up well there was a really 
really good documentary that came out a few years ago that followed the the gathering of the juggalos and it is just all about family it's all like underprivileged kids that yeah. just need family so they need like they all have shitty lives so it's they not like they're fighting other clowns right <laughs> i don't think there's other clown gangs um but yeah they're uh, they're funny news stories and there are serious news stories but rarely is there a news story that feels as much like both of the uh, both as the FBI deciding that Juggalos are a violent criminal gang. Um, the funny part is that pretending to be scary is part of the whole ICP gimmick. It's a gimmick. They just pretend to be scary, right? Like, yeah. That's all. Why? Because clowns are scary? Clowns are scary. That's the whole thing? Clowns pouring soda on their heads and yelling, woo! Yeah. So, like, that's part of the ICP gimmick. Um, but the FBI is falling for it hard enough that they put the juggalos on some kind of these people are scary list and um, is theoretically a part of their plan. Like they think that the juggalos are up to something way more serious than they are. They're going after the, the wrong white trash people. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's way worse. I, I get they look similar. Well, his name, one of the guys in the band, his name is violent J, right? Like that's what they call him. Violent juggalo. Yeah. Like the whole, that's whole, but it's all art, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like painting scary pictures or horror movies. These you guys know? started this shit in the nineties. Like, yeah. and, <laughs> It got out of hand, let's say. It's really out of hand. Everybody who's part of there's a whole documentary coming out. I can't wait to see it. Oh, oh yeah, I'm playing the trailer now. We don't need to watch the trailer now. You can watch it later. Um, but, yeah, this upcoming documentary called The United States of Insanity is going to chronicle the Juggalos fight against the FBI and this criminal gang. The thing is, most of the guys in the band, like uh, Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope, like those are the guys' names. Violent <laughs> J and Shaggy 2 Dope. Yeah, I get it. They sound like gangsters. But they're very well-spoken dudes if you listen to them talk. Yeah. And they've put out like 26. ICP has like 26 yeah. fucking albums. All I remember from the one song is How Do Magnets Work? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've never been a fan of them, but I I'm I think it's funny. I, I actually like... Um, I always thought, like, the imagery and stuff was, like, yeah, scary, but kind of intriguing. And you'd always see, like, the guys out in the smoker pit in high school wearing ICP t-shirts. You're like, they're kind of cool. Yeah, you actually came across real Juggalos. I've never, f- I don't think I've ever met a Juggalo that I knew of. Uh, there's a couple Juggalos around. People, they're just, like, it's all about family, though. And it's just, like, something <laughs> that grasps to you the same way, like, you know, we grasp the punk rock or fucking whatever, you know? Yeah. It's just something to grasp to. It's probably a good way. I should just start driving around downtown London with my windows down going, woo, woo, and just see what kind of responses I get. Yeah, yeah, no. Because they all look like juggalos downtown London, but, or they know it or not. Yeah, if, but if you're a juggalo, and a lot of them get that little fucking axe man tattoo, right? And then, uh, and then you're, like, in the gang. And the FBI has, like, a big list of people who are fucking Juggalo fans, which is insane. But it says here, uh, we won't spoil it since the trailer doesn't spoil it. But we will say that in between um, some of the cutesy people hate us ICP stuff, they do hit on some important details about why this matters. Um, The United States of Insanity will be be released on October 26th. Well, you know. I look forward to that documentary. How come the FBI is not coming down on the estate of Elvis Presley? 
You yeah, know? people look are at f- all those Elvis fests they have. The, the biggest one in the world's in Collingwood, Canada, where thousands of people show up dressed as Elvis, hang out. They do Elvis rituals. Elvis is dead. Well, the thing is, that could be considered a gang. I bet you there's other um, there's other lists like this on the FBI watch list that we don't even know about because the FBI just doesn't want mass people talking. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's they, it. They just don't want like what are these? People in clown makeup really saying to each other. You think they're following around fish people and Grateful Dead people I, back in the day? Actually, they were. They probably were. Especially Grateful Dead people, and they were trying to figure out like all the fucking acid shit. Well, those early days of the Grateful Dead and acid just... Even like happened. Beatles mania? Yeah. CIA. I'm sure the FBI was like onto that. They had CIA agents like installed in all these different scenes all through the 60s and 70s. And like... Either like totally flipping it, you know, like finding out ways to infiltrate it so they can destroy the group, like the Black Panthers and like other kind of. Well, that's a real group. <laughs> uh, yeah, like real groups and like all these anti-war protests. They would slip in CIA agents to you know bring it down from the inside, whether through drugs. That's the fucking movie I want to see: is the CIA or FBI agents that are infiltrating the fucking juggalos. Just a couple <laughs> FBI agents. The movie starts just FBI agents staring in the mirror, putting on his cloud makeup. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna walk out into the gathering of juggalos. Yeah. Pour a fucking fucking forty of uh, root beer on his head, yeah, get, cream soda, <laughs> getting cornrows. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how's your investigation going? I don't know. We're just taking nitrous oxide all day. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, we, we love we love each other. We, yeah. Then they get too far in. It's like a departed scenario where they can't get out. Yeah, <laughs> you can't help it, man. We love juggalo culture oh, now. Bring down the FBI. I want to see the documentary, but that's the movie. That's the movie for sure. Get Martin Scorsese to direct that. <laughs> yeah, you think you're on a list? If you're on a list for anything, what would it be? Am I on a list? Yeah. Well, Let's... you tell everyone that I build bombs, so of course I'm on a list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Answered my own question there. <laughs> I don't know. If I was going to be on a list, what? I don't know what kind of list I'd be on. Some sort of drug smuggling risk. You've done a lot of delivery jobs, so you're driving around a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at me with my long hair driving around the van. There's kombucha. Like, there's, there's more than kombucha and vegetables in that van. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's what list you're on. All right, last news article, all right? Okay. And this one, I promise it's going to be better than the three before. It's not pop culture related, but it comes from TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> so we had not we a single actual news article. <laughs> we had BuzzFeed, Vulture.com, TheAVClub.com, and this one is from TNZ. Okay. TMZ. So what celebrity? What does what's TMZ hap- stand for? I don't know. Too much, too much Z's. Too much, too much Z's. <laughs> too much Zelda. I don't know. Um, All right, know. what celebrities doing what? What celebrities doing what? Well, it's a celebrity we haven't heard from in quite some time. But Jack Nicholson. Close. You're close, <laughs> Brandon. Um, the Loch Ness monster allegedly caught on drone video oh. by some outdoorsman. Oh, so it wasn't it? So that's a celebrity, Nessie. Nessie. Um, it was made, like Owen Wilson flying his drone and caught it or something. No, no it was um, outdoorsmen. I think they were doing like an outdoors uh, fishing show or something. But uh, Nessie may very well have been inadvertently captured on camera with a modern day technology that allegedly uh, shows him clear as day. Um, if you believe what these guys are selling. 
So um, Richard Maver, an outdoorsman from the UK, claims to have possibly filmed the legendary beast on a drone camera while putting together a vlog of himself canoeing in Scotland's Great Lake. All right, I got this queued up. I'm going to take a look at it. Um, yeah, so this guy... 351 mark. Okay, we got drone coming down to a shore. He's a, but like drones have been around a while. You think they would have flown oh, it over? Is okay. it one lake in Scotland that they say this thing's from? We're going to get into uh, it more. Let's okay, see. I see it. You see it. Okay, I've seen it already. Um, check out the clip and um, the moment he says. Um, Is moment, it the 351 mark? Yeah, okay. Um, and yeah, so the drone's coming down on the shoreline. You can see where it gets deep. And from the depth comes. It looks like what Nessie's supposed to look like. Or Big, a long giant neck. log. Or a giant log, but it's definitely drifting. Yeah. And it's Nessie-shaped. Nessie's supposed to have a long neck, big fat body with flippers, bit of a tail. It's not moving its tail or flippers or anything. It's just kind of drifting into shore. Which could be a giant log or tree. It could be. But it does look it does look kind of like a reptile like. But if you see the the waves are going the opposite way that is drifting. And it's huge like from the drone shot if you look there's kind of like uh, some stuff on the shore there you can kind of get a point of perception on how big it is. Um but yeah, it's uh, they're saying they caught the Loch Ness monster on film, and drones been around a while, so I'm su- surprised it's taken this long. Now that I look closer, there the whole shore is lined with canoes, so there's people in canoes, and they're it's coming down. It's awfully close to shore. It is. It doesn't look like it breaks the surface. Yeah, but it's also not moving. It makes me think: is it a reflection of something? And maybe the rippling of the waves makes it seem like it's... Or is it like a sunken canoe or something that close to shore, you know? A dock. I don't know. An old dock. Um, So, yeah, um, it does look like the sea creature. It's pretty convincing. Um, If it it was shaped like anything else, maybe, but it's shaped like Nessie is supposed to look like. Yeah, which, like, if you don't know what the traditional Loch Ness monster looks like, it looks like a long-necked... I think it's dinosaur. called like a plastiosaur. Plastiosaur. I'm just going to see what that... Yep. If you look up what a plastiosaur is... Okay, I'm not going to keep reading this TMZ article because this brings us into our main topic today. We're just going to talk about this. We're going to talk <laughs> about, about the fucking Nessie. Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, we don't need to know about the end of the world today, but we do need to find out if Nessie's real. Now, yeah, and I have some questions. And, like, they, you don't... A couple weeks ago, we were talking about Bigfoot. Same scenario. Like, you don't hear about the Loch Ness Monster too often, but every now and again, someone claims to have seen it. Yeah. Now, is it just one place in Scotland, like one big lake it's, where it lives? One loch. It's very it's, it's very long, uh, Loch Ness. Um, it's basically it's like it's landlocked ocean, so it's all salt water as well. It's incredibly deep. Most of these locks are incredibly deep, very dark water, very cold water. So there's not a huge, huge ecosystem living in there. There definitely are fish. There's large eels, which is one thing they think might be uh, might be the Loch Ness monster. Same with sturgeons. I was going to bring up sturgeons. Sturgeons yeah. are huge fish that they think maybe people are mistaken sturgeons, but those are like hanging out at the bottom. 
you know, they're not hanging Oh, yeah, the sturgeon's surface. like a sucker fish that stays on the bottom, but they can grow to be, like, 30, 40 feet long. Yeah. You see them pull out some big channel cats and shit. They're huge. Yeah, but those are all fish. Those are things that mostly stay under the surface. What we're talking about is, is a so-called Scottish folklore legend, which seemingly seems like some kind of dinosaur, something from the Cretaceous period. Right. Something that should have died like 65 million years ago with everything else. Which means there is a chance that these creatures did exist years and years ago, and maybe there is one or two left over. Are they th- do they think there's just one, or there's a couple? Well, if, you know, if they're being spotted over, well, the sightings began in like the year 565. That was the very first sighting and mentioning of some kind of sea monster. And it spreads all the way through the 1800s, early 1900s, all the way till today. You know, there's a lot less sightings. It's been turned into a huge tourist destination because of that. The whole town of Loch Ness is probably all fucking Nessie themed. Oh, that's got to be worse than whale watching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, except you don't see it. (laughs) Just pay to go out into this boat into this really cold water. So so I'm sure sure the captain's a real character. Now, uh, they must be able to breathe underwater right they must have gills you know that's one thing if it is some kind of fish or amphibian yeah maybe it's breathing underwater or maybe it just pokes its head up for air at like three in the morning once yeah so fills up its lungs and takes off for a day you know if if you're going with the description of this giant plastisaur dinosaur uh i don't think those things can breathe underwater as far as i know they might be able to hold their breath for a while. They might be able to lay dormant, you know, just hang out at the bottom. You know, I don't know how these things breathe, but Nessie has been seen at the surface quite frequently. Uh, that's why that long neck feature is quite often talked about. Well, it can just like turtle, turtle head it. Turtle head its way up, but it like it's got a dra- like a giraffe neck. It can turtle all the way up. <laughs> you can just see this huge thing how coming long, out. How long are we saying on average do they think this thing is? 40 feet? Uh, they're yeah, they're talking pretty big. Plastiosaur, it's probably the length of a whale. Humpback whale is probably forty feet, fifty feet long. I'd say around that size. And it's got like a big body. It has a real big mass to it. Um, now obviously there's been hoaxes before. In fact, the most famous picture, the black and white picture you see of the neck coming out. That was the one that was on top of that TMZ. Yeah, yeah. that's the picture they always show, but that's the easiest one to debunk. Which then you can debunk the whole subject when, you know, you're always showing that stupid picture. Until now, there's a drone shot of it. Yeah. Now, in, in fact, the, the most latest footage they've been getting of Loch Ness over the last decade, I'd say, is probably some of the best ever. And this this comes from they get, they're getting radar, they're just getting home video of just like these this big mass out on the water, all this water being thrown about. Yeah. But, yeah, back in the day, there people were trying to... Put some hoaxes through. So in 1934, this guy got a picture of a of an elephant. It wasn't even in Loch Ness, <laughs> but the way it looked, its head was submerged and its trunk was out of the water. Yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures of elephants doing that. Yeah. So this this picture took off in every newspaper around the world. This was really what started the Nessie craze, you know. But really, there has been sightings much earlier before this. Before this famous picture was taken, right? Okay. Um, well, back then they didn't have means to develop film as quick either. Yeah. Um, that, so the, that comes with the development of any uh, sightings, right? Yeah. So in 
So, like I said, the very first sighting of some large creature in Loch Ness was uh, by St. Columba in 565. So it's a saint. So, you know, this is, this is probably some religious text of sorts <laughs> that they pulled this from. Yeah. Uh, but they encountered uh, some local residents that were, that they had to, never being put to rest or being buried in the cemetery. And they asked what happened. They said they were swimming near shore. Well, next thing you know, a water beast mauled and dragged him into the water. It mauled and dragged him into the water. Yeah. Now, they don't they really... Well, look how close that drone shot is. It's close enough that it can reach its neck out and grab a canoeer. Absolutely. If it's hungry enough. Yeah. You know, this is there's not many reports of this thing attacking people. No, it seems to be stay away from people. Um, but it's... Uh, that was the very first sighting. There's like old woodcut pictures of it. And it looks like Nessie. It's got the long neck. It's got the big body. Now, could it just be a whale? It could have been a whale. This, you know... at you know, 565, who knows how landlocked this lock is. Maybe there's still access to the ocean. Yeah, but there's no actual photographic evidence of that. No, not in 565. <laughs> you got <laughs> woodcuts, that's all you got. You got woodcuts. We carved this out of wood when we saw it. <laughs> it yeah. took us three hours. And you got the word of St. Columba. Not Columbia, Columba. Columbo. Yeah. So then you don't get anything all the way until 1871. Uh, D. Mackenzie of Balnain reportedly saw an object resembling a log or an upturned boat. Well, like, let's say it's <laughs> one of those two things. Yeah. Wriggling and churning up the water, moving slowly at first, but disappearing at a faster speed. Sounds like some people might be drowning and they need help. <laughs> yeah. Just splashing. Um, you know, but after this guy's story took off, people started talking more. More stories started coming out. Yeah. So nineteen, so 1888, Alexander MacDonald of Abercon, there's some fun Scottish 18, names here. 1888, eh? Yeah, sighted a large, stubby-legged animal surfacing from the lock and propelling itself with, within 50 yards of the shore where MacDonald stood. So he's standing on the beach. See, he a said, lot of these sightings are happening near shore, similar to this one that we just saw on TMZ. Described it as looking like a giant salamander. Which it does. It does look like Kind of. If salamanders had big-ass necks. Yeah. But um, that's a bizarre sign. This is kind of a famous one. This is a guy who was riding his motorcycle, 1933, along a roadside. 1933, so now we have cameras. Yeah. So this is right around when the fate came out as well. So I don't know if the fate came out first and, uh, you know, people started jumping on the whole Nessie craze or what happened. This guy saw this thing crossing the road. Okay, that's got to be fake. I think it stays <laughs> in the water. It's got flick flippers. It's a seal. Well, this thing has been... Well, when it's spotted in ways like this, it's often out of the water or on the shore. It was a road next to the shore, so it had access to the ocean right there. I don't see it getting all the way out of the otter, water. Poking its head out, maybe. Yeah, he rolled right up there on his motorcycle. <laughs> it was just right there. Yeah, and this is one of the more famous stories. So this is when the Nessie things are taken off. You know, all these sightings started coming in. I don't know when the tour boat started. Um, Probably around the same time, 30s, 40s. Yeah. But up until now, there's been, you know, spotty footage here and there. There's been videos. But this is some of the, this new footage is some of the best footage. I think so. And also the radar footage they got recently as well, which they took on one of these tourist boats. So one of these 
So they, some people actually struck gold on one of these tours, finally, right? Yeah. So they got one of these very like high-tech fish detectors skimming the ocean, right? It's going to, it was enough to tell you the size of the object, where it is, right. you know, the velocity, if it's moving quick. Well, we've, there's been such a development in fish finder technology over the last 20, 30 years. I know, and now you can tell, you can tell a pike uh, ri- from a muskie down there. Yeah, and just like regular radar, um, you know, sonar. Yeah, but this guy managed to capture this huge, giant blip on the radar that they managed to track for a while. They and they had no; it wasn't near the surface; it was like straight at the bottom. Right. When he said, "There's absolutely nothing natural in that lake that's that size." That would be you know, that big. Whatever it was, it was definitely alive and moving around. All right, so it's living at the bottom. It pokes up every few years for air. Maybe its lungs are just so fucking good; it only needs air every fifteen years. Yeah, like a whale. A whale can hold its breath for, I think, up to 20, 20 minutes max. I think a seal can hold it up to 40 minutes. Yeah. I think seals might be the, the mammal that can hold their breath the longest. I was thinking maybe uh, maybe Nessie's just a seal that every time they go to take a picture of it, it's like a long shutter. You know when you take a picture of something with a long shutter speed that it just, uh, you know, stretches it out? Yeah. <laughs> and it's moving. But, uh, like, we got to realize that the water is some of the most uncharted territory on the planet. Like, there's creatures at the bottom of the ocean that we've never fucking seen. Yeah, Nessie's, Nessie's only the most famous sea creature. Every, every nation, every place in the world has some kind of water creature, whether it's in a lake or an ocean. It's There's always something, even a swamp. Yeah, well, swamp thing, yeah. And we'll do an episode on that. But it, <laughs> and but it's like um, there's probably these creatures that are close to extinct. It's clearly from the dinosaur age, and it's just leftover remnants. So like there's fucking we know that there's sea turtles that are a hundred, two hundred years old. Yeah. What if this is something that just lives to be three hundred, four hundred years old? And there's five of them down there. Yeah. And they like just chill out. The Greenland shark can probably live up to five, six hundred years. Some of those sturgeons that they find are like hundred-year-old sturgeon fish. Yeah, these things have like no natural predators, and nothing can really kill them. Why not keep living? And they just live like their lifespan is so much longer than ours or any creature that we know. Um, but th- there, there is a picture I brought up here that I'm going to show you because it looks exactly what we're like what what yeah. we're seeing in the drone video, the shape of it. This is a radar taken in the 70s of a creature they took. Yeah. Something they found in Loch Ness. And if you think about it, and yeah, that looks like the size, at least, and it looks like a dinosaur. And if the dinosaurs were wiped out by a, what are we, we agreed on asteroid for wiping out the dinosaurs? Yeah. Human, humans didn't slay them, right? We're not creationists. <laughs> yeah, we, built, we made really good spears. Really good spears. No, if we're saying an asteroid or a, a comet or something took out uh, the dinosaurs, the ones that lived in the water probably wouldn't have been as affected. Yeah. Some of them would have, might have survived. Would have, might have. Exactly. I think there would have been a lot of species that would have survived. Things that could survive, hide underground, things that could hide under the water. Yeah. Turtles, like turtles are dinosaurs. Yeah. Tur- tortoises. Alligators, snakes. Like these are all things that were also around when the dinosaurs were here. And who knows how many dinosaurs made it, survived the blast, and lasted a few million years before 
getting wiped out or turning into a bird. Right, there could have been the odd raptor running around, and then he turned into a fucking ostrich. You fucking imagine if velociraptors just survived? <laughs> or imagine if there was like three of them just living in a forest somewhere. No, thank. Well, we have, we have. <laughs> Jurassic uh, Park isn't real, Brandon. I know. We've been over this. <laughs> but we have emus, and we have cassowaries, and ostriches. A Komodo gi- dragon? Yeah, these are all giant, terrifying birds that might as well be dinosaurs. Komodo dragons are fucking terrifying. Yeah. So the idea of, yeah, an underwater dinosaur surviving. But surviving like a in a lock, one. that's the only difficult thing to believe, is this lock, it's cold temperatures... It you know if if it's a reptile it's cold blooded, but it has no access to the ocean. It's like no. a lock, you know, which if, is a lake, right? If it is hunting <laughs> and eating fish, you know, there's probably plenty of fish in there. But it just doesn't seem like a you know a perfect habitat. But if it is something that just lives for hundreds and hundreds of years and doesn't it, it die, probably eats enough. There's probably like some sort of fucking you know. What if it's a plant eater and it's just eating fucking lily pads Could and be. If, plankton? That, that's the problem with the lock. It's just so dark and deep. Not much grows at the bottom. It's it's pretty. It's I'm not, sure it doesn't. I'm sure near the shore, which is where which the lock is nest probably was where spotted. it goes. It's always spotted near the shore. What do you think? This this uh, outdoorsman with his drone credible video? I think so. It seems like, <laughs> I don't know. It seems like he made it and like didn't even realize what was in it until he was finished making the video. And right? it's kind of hard to alter drone footage, right? Because it's moving, and like you have to really be good with visual effects to alter that. And he seems like he's just an outdoorsman filming a fishing show. Yeah, I don't see the right motive, you know, besides to draw attention to your fishing show. Yeah, but I don't... Yeah. He didn't even draw attention to it in the video. It's just random B-roll in his fishing video. They don't like... They don't talk about it at all. Yeah. So, I don't... Yeah. Since when it's guys like those, you know, I kind of believe a little more. Yeah, he's got no reason to fuck around. Yeah. He doesn't have a crazy, like, huge following. Seems like he's an awesome outdoorsman. He gets, <laughs> he gets views that way. He's not doing stupid shit to uh, just bring in followers. But he might be. He could, maybe he faked it. Not even the video. Maybe they put something underwater. Yeah, maybe. Might as well. Oh, like that's probably like a common prank for a fucking high school kids around there is to build a big fake Loch Ness monster and toss it in. Yeah, scare the tourists. <laughs> There's probably a few big fucking, uh, you know, just paper mache sunk to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm trying to think of what there's. In Canada, we have Lake Ogopogo. Which has the Ogopogo monster, which sounds which like a similar. giant sea serpent. I thought it was similar to Loch Ness, too. Oh, no, it is like a big muskie or something. Yeah, when to describe its face, it sounds like it might be, yeah, just a giant-ass muskie or a sturgeon. Catfish. It's very serpent-like, has kind of like a whale-like porpoise face, but like very, very long. Um, what else? There's the Lake Champlain monster, which is somewhere in the States. There's just, there's all kinds of... I think of there's just big water creatures out there that we don't know. Like, they, you see some of those, like, channel catfish that are fucking huge, and they just live at the bottom, and they're, like, 100 years old, and it's just a giant fucking catfish the size of this room. I feel like these monsters would be snatching up more people, though. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they don't need to. They eat enough fucking turtles. Yeah, maybe they're just down there eating algae off rocks, and they don't want to eat people at all. And think about it, if it if you if you got a a catfish the size of this room. <laughs> yeah. It can eat a bunch of like 
big fish, like like thirty inch fucking pike and musky, like all those big fish, it just eats those fish. Like the size of the food chain just gets bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but what's gonna happen if they actually discover there's a dinosaur floating around in Loch Ness? They're probably gonna try Some to kill it. Historic animal. <laughs> um, like tourism is gonna go way. It was already up just for a happenstance glance at it, but like, yeah, it's just one of those things. I don't think we're ever gonna get an answer. Or how, to. Or how about this? Like more of them start popping up. They start finding babies. That, like maybe it's coming to the shore to lay eggs. Like it starts like pumping out eggs, and then all the next, you know. This fucking lock is full of like seventy of these fuckers. Sounds like we got Scottish Jurassic Park. It's overpopulated. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, you just look. There's just heads popping up everywhere. Like they overpopulate. <laughs> then they're going to be running across the road <laughs> trying to find other locks. Or fifty dollars to touch the baby. Yeah, it's like you know maybe it's maybe it is just the population or like the uh, climate. Um, maybe if it needs warmer climate, if they get it out of there and bring it to the Tropics. Then I don't know, it'll... man. You're gonna, it's going to end up in SeaWorld or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. It's fucking nuts that some of those places, they're not open anymore, right? Yeah, those places are still open. <sighs> I thought they stopped. You know, Marineland's still open. They're not allowed to buy anything, but they're allowed to keep what they have. <sighs> so basically, they have those whales till they die. That guy's insane. Yeah. Well, the, guys in, the guy who owned Marineland's got he's dead. But the people who have taken over the estate... Are basically still handling it the same way. That place is insane. Like they could easily send these whales away to a sanctuary where they try can live to re- out the rest of their yeah, life. Try to happy. rehabilitate them a little bit. There's no rehabilitation. For most oh, of these. I know, I know. I've seen all the documentaries. I've listened to the guy talk. It sucks. Um, but they can just go live in a big bay somewhere. Just you know, they don't have to worry. You think that's what they'll do they if they catch in a this? Pool. They'll catch the Loch Ness monster and put it in fucking SeaWorld? I think maybe like thirty years ago, yeah. Now you couldn't do that. No, no. Now we're just gonna be like, what the fuck? There's already enough things happening in the world, <laughs> and we have to know Nessie's real. I would like to see a resurgence of dinosaurs, even just a Komodo dragon takeover. You want Komodo dragons to take over? They're only on one island right now. They've got a lot of places to start taking over. It'd give you something to fear. We had the option of going to that island, really? uh, visiting it when we were in Bali. But Why wouldn't you go? Because we were turned off when we found like all the Komodos are so used to people and getting fed that they're just fat and lazy. Like, I've heard that, but then also you see some of the like radical footage of them like ripping apart a fucking wildebeest. Yeah, that's. I don't know how many tours are getting those bi- pictures and videos because everything we saw is just like... Komodo, like, just slowly slumbering yeah, over to a dead deer. It's just, like fucking just, iguanas. Yeah. You ever have a buddy who had an iguana growing up? No. My buddy had an iguana growing up. Fuster. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it like they just walked around their house like a cat. It was weird. Yeah, that's oh. not the thing you want walking around. It was, it got, it's got its tail stuck in a door once. <sighs> Did it, it fall weird. off? I think so, yeah. I don't know. He didn't have it. He had it for a while while we were friends. He got rid of it by high school, I think. But you just, like, wake up and there's just, like, an iguana walking around like a cat. It's terrifying. Yeah. Reptiles are emotionless, just cold-blooded creatures. Yeah. <laughs> They're never going to love you. No. I don't know why you'd want them as a pet. I used to have lizards. I still want a snake. I don't know why. I don't know why you want a snake. They're even more cold-blooded. I, the older I get, I find, like, I'm becoming more and more afraid of snakes. Yeah, and I think... I'm more 
I think I want a snake less and less just because I respect them and I just I, they don't need to live in a cage in my in my room. Yeah, but you don't want to fucking mess up like you don't want to come across like a crazy rattlesnake out in the wild. They'll fuck you up. I'd love to safely come across a rattlesnake in the wild. I have come across rattlesnakes and they're awesome. I'm t- I, like they I'm let just, you know they're there. That's the, what the rattles for. I'm not afraid of snakes, but I I don't want them around me. <laughs> I think they're adorable. I think, I think they just necessary. want. I think they just want to hurt you. I think they're a, a key spirit animal in the world. They're brought up in every culture. There's something about important. the serpent, but they can't be trusted. Well, I don't know. Let's take some ayahuasca. Would you trust those snakes? No, I th- I hear they just swallow you whole. It's mother ayahuasca. Two of them combined. Uh, I think it's the. Uh, I don't know. Do you think they warn people? It's like. Are you afraid of snakes before you do ayahuasca? <laughs> it's like, you're not going to like this. You're going to see a lot. I wasn't afraid of snakes as a kid. I've caught them and stuff just like you. But the older I get, I feel like... You just don't want to be around them. I'll let them do their thing. But yeah, you can't trust them. Yeah. We're doomed. We're doomed. Nessie's real. Nessie's real. And that's a snake with flippers, so that's fine. 